but this video is about how to change your programming and limiting beliefs. If you feel stuck and don't know how to change your life, it's time to watch this video. In it, Barbara Deost talks about how changing your programming and limiting beliefs can help you change and achieve anything. Barbara helps us navigate change and shares why daily habits and behaviors are crucial to our success. In this video, it's a must-watch-see for anyone who wants to make a change for the better. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, and you're in for a wellness-driven ride. the same after we learned our 21-year-old daughter, Kristen, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. It's a parent's worst nightmare. How much did we really know about domestic violence back then? Clearly not enough. Now we know plenty. We know domestic violence, or DV, can happen to anyone. One in three women suffer physical violence at the hands of intimate partners during their lifetimes. One in three. I'm Bill Mitchell, host of the When Dating Hurts podcast. And my interviews with DV counselors, law enforcement, and especially actual DV survivors give the pandemic of domestic violence the attention it deserves. The When Dating Hurts podcast. It's a series of lives being saved. I'm looking forward to introducing you to today's guest. Barbara Dayoust is an acclaimed success and business mindset coach, author, and inspirational speaker. Barbara shows entrepreneurs, business owners, and individuals how to break through their fears, limitations, and negative mindsets to achieve outstanding results in their personal and professional lives. Barbara spent most of her career in theater arts film, and television as a director, acting coach, writer, and producer. Her search for consistently dramatic and lasting results led her to become a certified thinking into results consultant with the Proctor Gallagher Institute. She now blends her 25 years of acting, directing, and writing experience, inspiring people to play a bigger game and say goodbye to procrastination and perfectionism so they can achieve their dreams, goals, and aspirations. Please help me welcome Barbara. Hi, April. Hi, Barbara. It's such a pleasure having you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Thank you. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. Oh, thank you. Well, you are one of the most inspirational women that I have had a pleasure of meeting. You have been a lighthouse in my world. 
Can you tell our audience a little bit about you? Oh my goodness, I, I was listening to you um, introduce me and I was like, oh, okay, that sounds good. <laughs> it's, always, it's always inspiring to hear somebody else, you know, speak of oneself and one's achievements. Um, so there's, you know, just so much to share. And mostly I could say that I lived my life by default, you know, until I discovered these principles that I now teach people. And I work with, you know, mindset as well as spiritual laws and combine business principles and success principles to really achieve the dream and the bigger parts of ourselves, as well as the better version of ourselves, and to start to value the talents and gifts that we are naturally born with. So it's been quite a journey that I've been on. And, uh, and it took, you know, it took some amazing let's say changes in my life for me to wake up. So Barbara, I, that, that is true. And I know that you've talked to me a little bit about that. Can you share with our audience kind of what were some of those changes where you had to really reinvent yourself? Yeah. Uh, the reinvention process was quite some process and took quite a bit of time. But essentially, as you said, you know, for 25 years, I was in the entertainment business. And I was on a trajectory of, you know, just growing my practice. And I had an acting academy, and I worked with a lot of celebrity, um, mm -hmm. young professionals. And I have a master's in directing from UCLA, I ran a theater company in San Francisco, I had a show at the Kennedy Center. I had a lot of success, but it wasn't without tremendous um, anxiety and always trying to survive. And, mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, I had, I just had a, this passion, you know, like you, the wellness driven life show is the talk, the title of your show, but um, I was definitely driven. I don't know that it was wellness driven. Um, it was more, you got to do what you got to do to survive. Survival think, driven. Yeah. Yeah. I was a, you know, I was a struggling artist with a struggling artist mentality, not understanding my worth because I was always depending on other people and mm -hmm. their acceptance or approval of me, which was the way that I was programmed most of my life, as most people are. And, um, you know, and I was but along the way, I'm doing the same thing now. I was always helping other people have amazing success. I've helped a lot of people um, become millionaires or highly recognized. And, um, but I wasn't doing it for me, April. Yeah. And it took uh, the, you know, the sudden loss of my husband two months before our 25th wedding anniversary for me to um, go down a different path. And the, the tragedy I capsized and essentially closed down shop. I closed down my private acting academy, all my private practice, um, all the work I was doing on sets and, you know, and decided to just kind of be in my misery, you know, just really be miserable. And then after that, I found his mother dead. And that was just a year later. And then my father died. My best friend died. My brother-in-law died jumping out of a plane and his parachute didn't open. And then my cat died and I was just really a, a puddle on the floor of, you know, what is going on and what is happening to me in my life. So I was really a victim, 
you know, of the circumstances and went on a journey. And I really went on a soul journey, a soul journey to discover uh, why was change so complicated. And I studied in a master's program in spiritual psychology, as well as I certified in a law of attraction success academy. I, and then it was in 2013 that I met Bob Proctor and became certified as a thinking into results consultant. And that's when all the pieces started to come together, where I could really see that, I mean, these other programs were very beneficial as well, but I was there, I had no intention of coaching or consulting. I just had the intention to heal myself. And through these other processes and programs, I started to work with people, but I started to feel better about myself and I started to apply and walk the talk, you know, and, and really commit to the journey of mastering these life principles and concepts versus, you know, just being a teacher, telling everybody else what to do. And, uh, and then I started to see new results in my life and realized that I had spent most of my life seeking approval outside of myself rather than really designing on the inside and listening to who I truly am and shifting the programming that I grew up with and my life experience of programming and altering, you know, I, I've studied neuroscience for eight years on top of working with a lot of clients and changing their programs, their paradigms, so to speak, you know, and we're all dealt you know, a different set of paradigms. So, you know, I had to learn about my own and make the changes. And it's, it's a forever lifelong process. Oh my gosh, it is. And Barbara, you, you went into so many things there and there are very few people who have experienced the massive amount of grief that you have experienced um, back to back to back to back and without going too far back or into too much detail i mean i would love for you to describe a little bit about you know where you were because i feel like that was really where you had this the the biggest shift you know after the loss of your husband and then all of these family members and eventually your cat what was that what was that experience like for you? Well, I have to say that um, it really wasn't at all pleasant. You know, I drank myself into a coma every night for about three years. Mm. Um, I was what's called and considered passive suicidal. Um, I had um, what's called situational PTSD, witnessing my husband. My husband was diagnosed with fourth stage lung cancer on May 5th and gone three weeks later on May 31st. So it was a very um, traumatic experience to witness. And then I witnessed my father passing in front of me, my best friend passing in front of me and finding my mother-in-law, as I said, and there was really a lot of brain chemistry. What a lot of people don't realize is for people who are grieving, um, grief depletes our serotonin levels in our bodies. And if you don't have serotonin in your body, it's very challenging to find the happy factor. And I had always been a very positive person. And so I thought happy person. Um, but I wasn't able to have that viewpoint because I saw a biofeedback doctor and was told that my serotonin levels were so low that I was borderline dying. And, wow. um, but you know, 
that was almost good news to me because that's what I really wanted. I just wanted to be on the other side with everybody. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, not only do you lose, you know, your loved ones in this, on this plane, on, in this real world, but there's a lot of other losses from friendships to um, identity, to professional relationships, to people disappearing and, you know, not being able to cope with somebody who's grieving. I understand it, you know, um, so there were a handful of friends who remained by my side, bless their hearts. It was, it was challenging. And, but I can say that I really was miserable and choosing to drink to anesthetize my pain. I had never been a drinker. Um, but a lot of what I experienced, April, has helped me understand that people who are in that state, um, people who are not just grieving, you know, but people who might be victims or traumatized or, um, you know, just have, I just have a different understanding. I I would never judge anybody who is, you know, who takes their life um, mostly because the brain chemistry can create a psychotic episode and, you know, they may not even know that they're doing it. So there's so much to us and to better understand in the work that I do, I help people understand the connection between the spiritual, the intellectual and the physical world. Yeah. A lot of us are just focused on either physical or we're focused on either spiritual or we're focused on the intellectual, you know, but it really takes all three working together to, you know, to help us create our fullest potential. Yeah, absolutely. So there's definitely not one bucket, there's more and you finding the balance in all of those. I love how you highlighted the the serotonin level aspect you know because and it brings me to think um you know people do die of loneliness of grief and so that's a really good scientific aspect of that of what our bodies are doing on a biological level um when we are that sad and that hurt and in so much grief and pain and sorrow and you know painting the picture of you just want to be with your, with the ones that have crossed over, you know, Mm -hmm. and why, why wouldn't you, Um, you know, and then going into the aspect of you really do find who your friends are, the ones who will be in it with you and hold your hand along the way, because I know you, we've talked a little bit about before that not everybody can handle that, you know, that amount of heaviness, that amount of grief and stick, with you because it's hard not to get sucked down with you. That's right. So um, incredible story, Barbara, incredible testimony. And yes, you're able to relate. I feel so much that we are given these times in our life, these experiences in our life in order to relate on a human level with those uh, who do experience the same. So We're going to go to a quick commercial, and when we get back, we're going to dive in a little bit more about how we navigate through those changes. Stay tuned. Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, 
All that is Stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it. Hi, I'm April Hove, the Managing Director of the Fort Worth, Texas chapter of eWomen Network. I'm so excited that you stopped to watch this video. I've got good news for you. You have just discovered an international network of women entrepreneurs who are committed to helping you achieve, succeed, and prosper. We are on a mission to help 1 million women entrepreneurs each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. Here at eWomen Network, we have a complete success system that supports you every step of the way in building and growing your business. You being here right now is no accident. We're supposed to know about you. We want to meet you to find out how we can help you as well as learn about what you have to offer. With over 500,000 women connecting through 118 chapters across the US, Canada, Australia, and the UK, you are never alone. If this is resonating with you, please go to eWomenNetwork.com slash Fort Worth. Notice, too, my contact information. I invite you to reach out to me and check out our upcoming in-person and online events. I am really looking forward to introducing you to our community.